You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Featuring a weekly roundup of tech news and gossip. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Oh, oh no. Oh. You went to the LP? Just caught it afterglow. No, you turned it up on us? <laughs> Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, the show we listen to. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry. Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, the show we do uh, tech news and nerd culture from a black and brown geek perspective. Uh, my name is Joe Braswell. I'm joined, as always, by my man, Achilles Shine. What's up, sir? What up, man? How you doing? I'm good, brother. <laughs> All right. Yes, sir. Uh, and I'm joined by DJ Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. How's it? Hi. There you are. Yeah, I'm here. Um, uh, do you have a good 4th of July weekend? I know I, I, I caught you on Periscope, Alexis. Yeah, I got, I, guys, I caught Joe creeping up on me in my yeah. bikini in my in oh, Periscope. Like, What's happening over here? Uh, yep. But I, I will say, though, I was having a good time. So it was nice good. having Joe semi-virtually hanging out with yes, me. Yes, yes. Was that the, the first time you used Periscope? No. Okay. I use it. All the time, actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thing. Just Joe was just. It was the first time Joe actually hung out yeah. with me. Gotcha. I was like, oh, that's Alexis. What's going on here? Yeah. Uh, how about you, Achilles? What'd you do? Hey, man, it's chilling, man. Uh, just, just took a, a couple of days to go to Palm Springs, get some sunshine, man. But it was good. Okay. What about you? How, how, how was your your fourth? It was good. I, I, the actual <clears throat> fourth, I did nothing. Zero nothing. On Friday, I went to about I went to four parties on Friday. Um, that were good from about 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Nice. And then on Sunday, I went to a pool party at the Standard Downtown LA. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Afternoon Delight. It was fantastic. And that was about it. Wait, hey. that's the name of the place that you were at? It was called Afternoon Delight? That's the people who throw the party. It's kind of like a, it's a collective of DJs oh, and, and party that's throwers. That's pretty awesome. But the, Where was my invite? Uh, yeah, it was an RSVP only situation. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not important I mean, enough. You apparently, you, you, didn't, you didn't hit me up. You you you, you X me off Periscope. You hung up on me. <laughs> oh, I had to go. <laughs> I had to do things. Gosh, uh, I was geek. So, uh, but let's we'll get through this. We um, so we we start doing this on a Monday today because we weren't around Friday, obviously because of holiday. So we're gonna get through some quick stories and just get out of here and get you prepared for next Friday, which will be on time. <laughs> um, I want to talk to you about uh, Akili, uh Apple, the Apple launch. Yeah. Um, I've been checking it out actually. Yeah. And I've got my own reviews. There's been a lot of, uh, think pieces, a lot of reviews, I mean, and all, all, all the things. But I, um, have you checked it out yet? Have you been fully, in, I mean, have you yeah. downloaded it? I've, I've downloaded it. I've checked it out. Um, yeah, I have. Okay, yeah. well, let me give my thoughts first. I want to hear yours. Well, Alexis, have you checked it out yet? Mm-mm. Uh, Beats 1, okay. No. Uh, well, I, I, li- I like what I hear. First of all, th- th- it's, it's broken down a few components. The Beats 1 radio. Right. Uh, I actually like. Yeah. I like the Beats 1 radio a lot. I like Zane Lowe. I like the other cats. I like, uh, the diversity of music. I like the fact that it's always on and something always good's happening. I caught them on Friday, I think it was. 
and they had a bunch of my hip hop folks doing some some good shows. Like Q Tip had a show, at Abstract Radio, right. live mixing and talking. Uh, my boys Run to Jewels had RTJ oh, Radio. God. That, was that was dope. And that was uh, not. <laughs> you're so hating on our Jewels, jewels, man. I'm not. Uh, but yeah, so that that, that was good, and um, yeah, so I, I like enjoy that part of it. I'm not quite sure of the whole the rest of it. The sort of Spotify ish. Right. It's, it's a little clunky in terms of the ways when you hear something on the radio, you should be able to just click it, add it to your playlist, or click it and favorite it. Right. But it's like does it's not quite it doesn't quite get that mix between it promises the mix between uh, uh, Spotify and Pandora. Uh, Pandora. Right. But the, the the application is not quite there yet. What, what, what are you seeing? I mean, I feel like if you're juxtaposing it with Spotify, I feel the the, the user interface is a, is a little better. I think it's cleaner. It's I think cleaner. it's better. Um, it's more inviting. It's, it's the navigation uh, navigational aspects of it are better. Um, it takes the best of Beats and then best of iTunes. Exactly, and, so it and matches them up. Yeah, and, be, and, and when you're doing that, it, sorry Spotify. Exactly, Spotify's good. It's not going to hang out. It's, it's not. So I mean, yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying in terms of that. But I mean, like I said, if you're juxtaposing it with the with the other competitor, I think it's it still it still has it has more advantages. Right. So um, but I, I haven't really uh listened to the radio stuff yet. I just more so listen to uh just music, just going through the interface. But I haven't uh, had that experience to see how you synergize the the radio elements to like a playlist and stuff. So I really can't touch on that. Right. But um, I think the social uh connectivity aspect of it i think would be a little bit better than spotify obviously because people it's, it's an apple it's an apple product it's an apple software on apple product so you already have the community like it's just it's kind of like it leads its way for more social interaction it's what we talked about before i mean like you know you put this out this platform and all these apple devices and we, we all we, you and i have apple devices like crazy like three or four apple devices each so like i mean integrating this into our already existing system and ecosystem already helps us so right. i trust apple to sort of work out the kinks as they always do yeah um i think that um i don't know like it's the first time i hate to say this i'm having my spotify doubts man i'm like oh man am i, I, am I gonna have to get rid of spotify you are you're, you're going to get rid of spotify because it's not worth it and i'm just reading here like man itunes already has one already has one billion users one yeah. billion users yeah, they're, yeah. they're gonna just merge right over to apple right. beats like, that's yeah. crazy yeah i mean it's, 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 already, it's already giving me everything i want and i'll give them the three months for free after the three months i have to make a decision i have, I have a sneaky suspicion i may be saying goodbye to spotify you are um, unless spotify has 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 like the sleeper like, unless they're holding out on something that's really innovative I and dope. I hope, I hope that doesn't involve them merging with like Microsoft or something like. Oh, the, that would be a bad look. Spotify or no. some Xbox Spotify. No. That would be horrible. That would be a terrible. Zoonify. No, no, no. no. <laughs> something that would be horrible. Uh, and, well, Lexus will have it because she's all in her galaxy. Uh, no. <laughs> but uh, I don't. Yeah, so I, I, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to what um, you know how, how this evolves and what happens to Spotify. Uh, speaking of which. Man, I- Sorry, I'm just I'm just thinking just of like kind of the the point I just made earlier. Like just think about you know on your computer, on your phone, on your tablet. It's already going to come with Apple Beats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like versus Spotify, you have to like download it to your device. It's already integrated. Yeah, they're they're pushing a boulder uphill already. Exactly. The only thing Spotify has going for it it has like a four year head start. That's it. And uh, four and a half year head start, whatever it is. And they've got a lot of users, and they're they're pretty ubiquitous at this point. And like I've been using pretty much since day one and I'm, I'm very happy with it right. so um i don't know o- only the power of apple could lure me away so Man. Uh, that's a f- i feel bad actually i feel bad too. i feel bad because I'm, I'm 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 ride or die for spotify but i don't know what to say right you know, don't eat them both i don't feel bad uh especially, I think about especially it. When, I, when i port all of my spotify playlists over to beats right the last thing we'll say about beats one radio which i like about it is they're really taking advantage of 
and really doing this, they're really taking advantage of the, the, the worldwide radio thing, yeah. which is really cool. I mean, I, I, I mean, I like the idea of it because we're so radio is so regional, Niched, right? Regional is so regional. I mean, this in this country especially, it's yeah. like you know, LA radio is so much different from New York radio and Chicago radio and Florida radio and Atlanta radio. Of course, uh, it's like that way forever. So there is no American radio station, right? Um, and i but in but in the UK, you know, it, they're more open format, open format. Yeah. You know, BBC, BBC One, BBC Radio. So I think they're taking that attitude and approach and using that. That's why they got like three BBC guys, right. uh, you know, and then or, and gals and brought them over. And, and I, that approach to, to, to doing a world music approach is, and it's sort of like saying like, you know, look, you know, we're only one small piece of the puzzle here in the United States. We are the, some of the culture leaders. Yeah. We're one small piece of the puzzle. So to be able to expand that out and the way they do their music and mix, it reflects that. I think it's really progressive. I think it's progressive too. I mean, and obviously the you know, cliche that music is a universal language. Like I think that's how the format should be. It should right. be open. I think you should get a taste of, of all different types of things and, and how it's blended and how it's weaved together. I think that's, the, that's an additional layer of creativity. So right. I feel like. Yeah, that's smart. And how people listen to music now. We were having this, I think we were having this discussion offline, like before, like in the, in the, in the late eighties, early nineties, like you, you are one type of guy. Yeah. You know, so versus now, you could be many type of, many right. type of guy. A, a multi, a multi type of guy. That's right. what I'm saying. Well, I think that at me, in, in my, uh, in my forties, I think, <laughs> I think that it sort of represents how I like to listen to music as well. Cause Zane Lowe, who's a guy who's close to my right. age or my age, he's your main guy. And he like, he's been in like, you know, he's famous for obviously his, his interviews with Jay-Z and Kanye and Eminem. Yeah. But, uh, and knows hip hop backwards before, but he came out of the gate spinning like talking heads and, yeah. and, and new stuff and alternative stuff. And then went yeah. to hip hop, then went deep cut hip hop, then yeah. went underground and it's all over the place. And it's just this idea of like, uh, what beats sort of promise, which is this curated experience. Right. So I trust Zane Lowe. Zane Lowe, Zane Lowe's telling me what to play, what to listen to. Like, I trust it. You right. Know? And to that point, like, the thing I'm curious about is like, when we talk about curation with content, like now, I, th- I feel like we're in a landscape where, where it's a, either it's an algorithm versus, you know, a person that does have similar taste that's doing it. So like, I wonder, right. I wonder how much of Apple music is an algorithm versus like, yo, a person actually dictating, you know, what that curation is going to be. Well, it's, it's, but this is, this is what allegedly is so brilliant about it. It is so the Beats One Radio is represents the uh, the 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 live curation. That's why they're able to have their, right. their three set DJs. Then they have these guest DJs like Brenda right. Jules did like two hours, and they were great. All the I, I know it was them. I was like, this music is all dope, and I was like, RTJ Radio, and I was like, <laughs> RTJ Killer Mike LP. And I was like, oh wow. And then Q Tip came on and did you know Q Tip be DJ and he did like course. a live two hour mix. That's dope, and it was dope. Like in Q Tip, he's doing like reggae stuff. He's dropping in like old school hip hop. He's dropping in jazz. Like his sets so, are really eclectic. So are you saying then on, on the flip side, aside from the radio, when you actually go into the app and then you search for an artist, yes. and, then, and then that's the algorithm part where no, it recommends so, yeah, artists. So yeah, so it, when you, when you go in, I don't know if you have that that portion where it's like, what do you what are you into? It's like, it's like right. if it, it, those really bubbles that pop up. Yeah, like, that's the algorithm. Yes, yeah, so that's the algorithm. Yeah. So there's that part where you can do. You can do it by specifics, like 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 Pandora. Like these are the songs I like. Right. Make a radio station based on this, and then it learns you from that. Exactly. Or you can be like, these are my genres. Hit the bubbles, country, right, right, pop, right. whatever, whatever, and then it starts to build your profile from that. And it learns you over time. Right. Or you can go, what's Zane Lowe listening to? Right. And then Zane Lowe's playing stuff, and it'll, as Zane, as, it'll take a it'll take a stream of that thought. As, as right. Zane Lowe's playing it, you can hit what you like. Right. And then right, it'll right. be like it'll make match videos it match it up right, from right. what Zane Lowe's playing already. Yeah, yeah. So now that's the part that works but it's a little clunky yeah, yeah. it should be a little and i'm, I'm guessing we'll fix that up of course that's that's just that's dope that is dope because Zane Lowe's he's 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 playing stuff you don't know yeah um it's uh it's like my man um oh my god like westwood westwood in the uk too is another cat plays music like that but my man um oh my 
my God, I can't remember his name. Anyway, uh, another cat in the UK who is really known for like dropping incredible uh, stuff. His name escaped me right now. Anyway, um, all right. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's that. So speaking of Spotify, suspiciously, very suspiciously, when um, Beats launched, Spotify had some problems. If you tried to cancel your Spotify, it was like, oh, our, our services are down. Yeah. Like, um, that's not a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's a coincidence at all. And I think, um, I actually, I actually went on Spotify this weekend and I couldn't get on it and I was wondering what the hell was going on. Right. But I wasn't, I wasn't trying to cancel. I was just trying to get on. Right. But it, it was buggy. Um, I couldn't even, I couldn't get into the interface. And so I think that's very interesting that they did that. I'm wondering why. I'm wondering what the strategy is. I mean, obviously they don't want people to cancel. So hey, maybe try to like create more of a gestation period. But like <laughs> people, that's going to make people want to cancel anymore. Yeah. So like, why would they do that? You know? I don't know. I mean, there, there's a real fear there because, uh, them losing subscriptions. But, and even if you try to, uh, you know, unsubscribe. It's like you know one of those moves, like, like, like MySpace used to be. Cancel my account. Okay, you can cancel if you sure. Yes, I cancel. Okay, you double short. <laughs> like yeah, five I'm layers short. of cancel. canceling. Then it's like, okay, your account will be canceled in forty eight hours. Right, like, right, come right. on, <laughs> we'll notify you. You notify you. Right. Like, anyway, um, yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll see how that plays out. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Twitter's blowing up. You know, people went to. Uh, you know, really on Twitter, really, 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 really going at it. So it's kind of a really bad PR move on that's, their part. That's super bad. So that's that's a epic fail. Epic fail. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this is it. no. No one moving to this other story, which is interesting to me. But um, this uh, the iPhone S, yeah, the iPhone six X leaks and the the, the iOS eight point four. Um, like this is, this is article in Forbes talking about just sort of like the sort of state of the state of Apple uh in in their launches and and and, and the leaks and sort of saying some of the stuff promised in the 8.4 feels like it's not going to be what it, what it, what they say it is and then supposedly there's some the, the, the iTunes 12.2 is also have some cloud music issues yeah. and lastly you know um the the iPhone 6s leaks, which I'm missing out on, um, are, 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 are another problem. It seems like it makes me wonder when these leaks. I just, do you really think these 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 leaks are are legitimate? Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, okay, why, why why don't you think they are? I just, you know, just it just seems like such a PR move every single time. I'm, every single iPhone release over the last like four years has been like somebody caught like my dude had one in, in a TGI Fridays. Right, right, right. You know, he had one at CVS. It's like, how does that happen? I mean, I think we covered this maybe a couple months ago. I think some obviously are integrated with the whole marketing push. Like, we're going to create this leak to create noise and conversation about, you know, the product or whatever. But I think some are like legitimate, like a true leak. Or like, you know, some of the geeks out there who are like, like, thirsty for it we'll investigate you know maybe maybe some of it's salacious and full of lies and maybe you know blown up with uh some some falsifications but i i think i I think some of them most of them are true right like so and in terms of this like being a leak every time there's a software update there's it's buggy yeah every time you know there's going to be some problems and they have you have to wait a few a few months before it's actually a smooth process so i mean this doesn't surprise me especially with you know the major changes. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're talking about major changes to the, to the whole, like, cloud music ecosystem. Yeah. The whole iTunes ecosystem. The way those devices, where they go back and forth, they communicate yeah, exactly. back and forth. I mean, like, this is all relatively new. And, right. I mean, you know, I, Apple always gets it right. I love, and Apple pretty much is great because they have that active, it's not like an Apple commercial right now, but they, <laughs> you know, they have those active fixes. So, like, you get active updates, active updates. So, like, you may get an update the next day. Right. You know, update two days later, update three days later. So it is fine because yeah. they'll always fix those bugs. So I, I trust Apple. I mean, they haven't really steered me wrong yet. Yeah. 
Um, even even in the Tim Cook era, they haven't really steered me wrong, so I'm okay. It hasn't been no major major bomb fuck up. So it's this, like, well, listen, let me ask you, like, how, how do you, how do you grade this off book? But like, how do you how do you grade the Tim Cook era so far? Like post post D jobs, I think he's doing a great job. To be honest, I mean, I, I I'm, I'm kind of like not. I, I'll say he's doing a great job up until the Apple Watch. I'm not sold on the Apple Watch. Yeah, I, f- I feel like he hasn't hit a home run with that. I think the potential for him doing that is, is there. Like you know, generation two or three, we'll see. But in terms of everything else, like I think he's done a great job in terms of being a good CEO. How he's marketing products like uh, the consistency and just like man like really going at going into the marketplace and and facing his competitors and like going at their necks like i right. feel like in terms of him battling samsung or google like he i mean he's taking he's taking strong leadership um and a different type of leadership than steve jobs and he's expanded the company he's, yeah. i mean he's brought in major revenue yeah major revenue yeah. so and you know what's on the horizon, and we know what's on the horizon for the next two, three years is this Apple TV integration. So, right. which they what they've been working on is Project X or something for like. I mean, even when I mean, even in, in the Isaac's uh, in the Isaacson book, book Steve right. Jobs, they talk about like that. That's his next. That was Steve Jobs' next thing, and they've been hinting about it with Cook for a long time. I really mm. think I read something else that how how and why it's coming, and I really do believe it's coming. So, I mean, um, answer your own question that you think he you think he surpassed. Uh, Steve Jobs as a as a CEO in terms of I mean it's definitely a different style of leadership. Do you think it's a a, a better style of leadership for the company? Well, I, it's interesting because of the the he's he's faced with a, a, a different world like the world you you touched on some of the things he's faced with the world where he has I mean look Steve Jobs had to contend with Microsoft and 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 Bill Gates which was no rough thing, but then Steve Jobs had bigger ideas. He's like I'm going to take on the music industry. I'm going to take on you know uh, like all, you know, devices as you know and I'm going to take on phones. Hey phones, I'm gonna take that on. So like, yeah. there's stuff that he did that was like, sort of changed the way that we think about, like, you know, consumer electronics. Change the way we think about music. Change the way we think about our culture in general. The things right. Steve Jobs, you know, and his teams in- implemented really changed the way we do everything. I mean, the, the iPad. I'm gonna, yeah. you know, so these things that we, they, that Steve Jobs did were just actually way more innovative. Right. So he's he his 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 place as the sort of the. Uh, the you know the the Benjamin Franklin or whatever the, the Edison of our time is, yeah. is is held is held, but Tim Cook is more of an active CEO, and I think what he's doing is he has to stave off the Samsungs exactly. and the LGs exactly. and the in the, the and, and still the Microsofts and right. still those other places and all the people who are like all the people who are trying to perfect on what Steve Jobs already did and come in and take it. Right. He has to not not only defend that crown. By batting off all these other fools, like and then still staying on top, but he still has to innovate on top of that. Yeah. So I mean, like, so so, so Spotify comes up, he's batting that back down. Like new, uh, all the all these galaxies come up, and all these new phones, he's batting them down. You know, tablets come up. You know, Microsoft, the Surface tablet, he's batting them down. And now television, like he's trying to, so he's trying to innovate into that world. So Absolutely. I think it's almost. It was, when it's all said and done, I think that he's a, he's a, he's a great successor, um, but it's hard to say he's surpassing Jobs. Cause I think what Jobs did culturally is just can't can't be done again. Like he's transformed yeah. how we do things yeah. culturally yeah. Through, See technology. Jobs. See through, Jobs. Te- through technology. Uh, he's like Michael Jackson. Like yeah. we'll have great entertainers, but we'll never have a Michael Jackson. Right. I mean, I, I put Steve Jobs like in that category, but I feel um, Tim Cook. Like I feel if he's successful with uh, the platform stuff, like this Apple Music and whatever yep. other platforms they create. Yep. I think I think it might be a different story. I think he might feel differently because. I mean, I would say Steve Jobs is more hardware, product, like physical, tangible things, and, and that that's his era. Versus um, Cook, like it's more zeros and ones, like a platform stuff sure. that's like not really tangible, but you interface with it. And right. I feel like we'll see more of that type of development 
uh, more than ever as we've progressed in our in our humanity. But don't you think that's a don't you think that's more of a symptom of where we are in terms of technology? Because right now, we're, devices are, are done. Now it's really all about how the software and the integration and the in the, in the AI and how we integrate. So that's kind of like what where the innovation is is within the making the machines like you know interact with us better as opposed to making the machines in the first place. Because what like, I, I just stand by what Jobs did. He's like, oh, you know that thing called the radio, that <laughs> thing called the CD player, yeah. that thing called the record store. Yeah, never mind. I'm going to change that. Right. With this thing called the iPad, the, 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 whatever the, the iPod, the iPod. Right. Yeah, and same thing with like you know the, the way he revolutionized laptops, the way yeah. he revolutionized tablets, the way he revolutionized. But like, to, to that point, the same that that this still can be revolutionized. This is right. something that's a, a hard product. This could be created so that it's something that we see in our something that's implanted in our brains that we that right. we able to have this this computerized technology within our anatomy that's right. the future or the virtual reality stuff like i feel like i think apple's i think apple's going to get in that game too or even like you said uh i don't think you said but in terms of like the the car stuff like coming up with a coming up with a a, 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 a drivable car or whatever yep. like i feel apple i think apple's going to surprise us with um stuff that they haven't they haven't um had any penetration pause in <laughs> right it's all right. Yeah, that was a bad word. It's, 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 uh, Any penetration. That's my pool party yesterday. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, let's move on. So, uh, Netflix. Um, I, I hate you. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> Netflix is, uh, uh, this is a small story, but it's of note. Netflix Chicago subscribers are going to pay a little bit more. They're going to pay like a little $9 tax. Tax in that ass. Uh, you know, I mean, I, uh, due to the city's nine sorry, nine dollar nine percent tax of streaming services due to Chicago's entertainment tax. How dare they? Which uh, you know, I'm not mad at it. Chicago's mm. known politically for doing a bunch of you know, Man, they better shady get out of stuff. here with that. You know, uh, they play hard politics, but Chicago, I, I believe, Chicago as a municipality as a municipality is always way ahead of the curve on how to sort of run. How their city yeah. is run. Oh, let's is, look at the south side and, and, and say the same thing. Okay, never mind. I'm t- but I'm, t- I'm <laughs> talking about here. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> they're, they're also one of the still, the, one of the progressive cities around and simultaneously one of the most segregated cities in the country. Yeah. Like, I don't know how that is, yeah. but you know. Uh, <laughs> and also a liberal, democratic, democratic, progressive, you know, high tech city that is still super segregated and racist. Yes. How's that happen, by the way? Oh, 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 I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. <laughs> I like Rob Emanuel. Anyway, so that they, they have an entertainment tax. Look, the, 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 you know, anytime you see these kind of taxes, not get political. It's a city's way to figure out how to, how to how to generate more revenue to pay for stuff like schools and, and, and education on the south side. So I'm all for it. I mean, I don't think it's all going to go in Rob Emanuel's pocket to buy more cigars and shiny suits. But I mean, I don't know. You got to think this tax is only going to generate twelve million dollars worth of revenue right. a year. That's not that much amount of money. I feel like I feel like it's a it's kind of greedy in a way. Like, hey, these dudes is making money with Netflix and Hulu. I got to get a piece of that. <laughs> you, feel like, you feel like it's a shakedown? I mean, in a way, it's like, man, like, okay, like, Twelve million. That's what you're. That's what. That's what you're raising for it. Like, is right. is it that serious to to impose that upon people that barely have tablets and barely have Apple TVs and and whatever internet, the basic internet. Like, come right. on. Like, you're making you're making the entry level a little bit more steeper for for a lot of people that don't have the income for for it at all. So right. I, I think, and in that sense, like, it's creating more of a digital divide. Digital divide. So for me to be able to have access to Netflix, I don't have to pay extra money. That versus versus in a different city, I wouldn't. Right. I don't know about that. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll move on from there. I, I, I agree. Uh, Jaunt, 360 virtual reality camera system. I'm not really sure about this one. Um, I think this is sort of like what, you know, trying to prepare people like you and I to be able to create content for things like Oculus and beyond. I guess what this is. is. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea on this camera. I mean, you, you, have, you have a camera guy. I'm not. I do know this is, I think this is a thing that the, uh, 
at that new uh, um, uh, Lincoln, not Lincoln Park, but um, Fort Minor video was shot on. They shot this crazy Fort Minor video in Venice where you can control exactly what you see on all your devices, so your iPad or your, or your right. phone. Um, you can swipe around 360 degree view. I'm sure if you had, an, if you watch an Oculus Rift, you can just, you know, you can look around and see what you're doing. Yeah. I imagine this is the technology that's shot on. Um, I don't know much about it. What do you, what do you think of this stuff? I mean, it's essentially it's an advanced GoPro that has 16, um, lenses to capture images. Um, and like you said, it provides a 360 degree, um, image or, or perspective. And yeah, I mean, I think we've seen this technology. We went to CES and saw something very uh-huh. similar to this. I forgot what that product was called, but I mean, this is not a new technology. However, it's called three, Fly 360. Yeah, that's right. That's right. A 360 Fly. However, what's dope about this one is that each lens shoots 4K. So obviously, you're going to have you know crisper image, um, higher quality image, um, and then it shoots 60 frames per, spec- per second. So it's getting a, a lot more information than say you know a, a camera or lens, a camera that only shoots like 24 frames or right. 30 frames. So I feel like, yeah, for for the virtual reality creators, like this is maybe like a cool camera to get into to create your own content. But in terms of it being like a like a sophisticated film camera, not really. Right. I mean, like, what, what would it take? Would it take really? Uh, would it take? Um, um, I was gonna say, would it, would it take um, sort of higher quality? Because you call this you call this like a glorified GoPro, which is kind of like a, a dis. I mean, uh, it's it's an advanced GoPro because because it has sixteen. Um, lenses versus just one right so okay. i mean and that's what's providing the 360 view but i mean i, I think it's kind of gimmicky unless you're in the virtual reality world like what, what would i need to use it for other than that yeah like okay. I, I don't see the advantage of it so like you're, you're marketing this product to a very small group of, of people okay all right well moving on um one company that still continues to innovate and is still doing things it's, it's kind of fun actually to report on this stuff to sort of watch what you know, Google and Facebook and Apple are doing, and even like Amazon to a certain degree, because they're always sort of always innovating and always trying to figure out ways to sort of like, you know, either intrude or make our lives easier. But Google's is uh, getting into the ride sharing business with a new carpooling app from Waze. Now, Waze is, uh, you know, the traffic app that we all, that people are really starting to use. Most of people use, I use it every day. Uh, I love it. Um, they, you know, we also know that Uber is pretty much dominating the rideshare game. I mean, no disrespect to Lyft, but Uber is pretty much dominating the rideshare game internationally now at this point. Uh, Uber did offer, they're offering things like Uber food, you know, delivering food and delivering other products. One thing Uber did just add, I think about six months ago, is this carpool function. I don't know if you use that. Yeah. Um, this is really more popular on the in, uh, in, in San Francisco where people, it's an active culture. Yeah. Uh, people like, Anonymously, almost ride sharing into the city. Absolutely. Like I have friends that just they just go up to a spot, yep. and get picked up, hey. and then just don't. And the etiquette is like you don't talk to the person; you just go over the bridge, yep. and they drop you off, and it's a done deal. And yep. you know, and, and you use it to be able to ride ride in the carpool lane over the bridge. Yep. So um, that's that's a real deal. So Google is getting into this world with ways. I think it's a good idea. Um, I think it's a good idea too. I mean, because like obviously. Uber is so Uber is, is very similar to Google in the sense that both both uh, names are used um, in our lexicon for for anything. Like it's the Uber of this or it's the Google of this. Right. Like, so I, I think I think they they want to be able to get a piece of that that attention. Um, so 
Yeah, and in terms of the disruption tactic that Uber um, displayed through, you know, killing off killing off the taxi industry through this new way of transportation and, and interactivity, I think Google is positioning themselves because they already have they already have a network, they already have the best uh, analytics for information. Like they have this app called Ways Ways that they spent a billion on. Like so, why not invest more money into this and 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 do it in a way that's a little bit more more. Uh, unique or different um and so i think one of the, one of the things that's different is that it's not a um it's not an on-demand service it's like you have you, it's like a schedule and right. then you, you you plug into that schedule right so i don't know i don't know like how that is an advantage but it that it is a nuanced difference it is i, a, I know it's going to be a hit in san francisco do you think it'll work in cities like and maybe even like new here? york but in la where it's like you need to be car sharing ride sharing but no one ever does yeah no every, people just stay in their cars by themselves and don't carpool <laughs> so do you think it'll ever tie like f- public transportation and I'm taking off here. So do you think this will take off in L.A.? I, such a, I don't see it happening in L.A. Yeah, we're no. such a, like an insular car culture, you know? It's, yeah. yeah. But, L, I mean, L.A. is unique in that sense. Most cities are not are very unlike L.A. in that sense. Yeah. So maybe other places, it, it'll be a hit. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Um, getting some nerd news. And this will be this will be the talk of Comic-Con as well. Um, uh, Black Panther, I think they announced this a while ago, but, uh, you know, they've cast probably the hottest, uh, young African American actor out there right now. I mean, of course, uh, my man David Oyelowo is killing it, uh, and my man, uh, Chuintel Okunfor to, uh, <laughs> is killing it as well, two British Nigerian, uh, cats. But Chadwick Boseman, just yeah. a good old fashioned American. It's my dude. Like, he played James Brown, he played, played Jackie Robinson. Played Jackie Robinson. And now he's playing Black Panther. Hey, there it is. Uh, the first black superhero. I'm cool with this. I'm cool with it too. Sign me up. Yeah. I mean, um, it's looking like Captain America Civil War is shaping up to be a huge movie. Man, it is. Like, it it's is. really shaping up to be like almost like an Avengers situation. Seriously. It's like, it, it needs to be. Yeah. Because of the fact that the comic book series is such a huge, like Civil War in itself. Yeah. It's just so huge and the story and everything about it is so ridiculous like it would be dumb for them to dumb down the movie you're it right, feels like you're it right. Need, but it feels like it needs like Civil War almost needs like two movies or something it probably you know? will it'll probably pull like a the Hobbit kind of situation where it's like Man, a three part stretch this out yeah, again yeah because it's, 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 it's such a huge you know huge story but like but but what's interesting is in this movie obviously you're introducing a whole bunch of cats I mean it's right. obviously you know uh, Captain America and Iron Man are sharing a double mm-hmm. bill in the movie which is cool yep. but then within that you're introducing um, uh, uh, my man, um, Black Panther, and it's like mm-hmm. three more heroes you're introducing in yep. here. Well, I mean, it's just so. like with the with like Justice League coming out, like people are like freaking out because it's like, oh, it's gonna be Batman, Superman, and then Wonder Woman might be making an appearance and all this yeah. other kind of crazy crap. So, well, that, yeah, Batman versus Superman's getting a lot of work done too. They're introducing Wonder Woman and Aquaman, yep. and Lex Luthor, yep. You know, all in one movie. So you got Batman and Superman in one movie already. Then you got to figure out this is right. This is this is where I'm going off track a little bit, but this is what concerns me about Batman versus Superman because mm-hmm. that's a lot of story. Because yeah. if you tell me right now. You gotta tell the story. And that's also a very famous storyline in the comics. Yep. If you, if you tell me, like, right now, you gotta tell a story of Batman versus Superman and how that plays out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And then you tell me, oh yeah, by the way, we're gonna introduce you to Wonder Woman. I'm like, oh, you gotta, tell, you gotta introduce us to Wonder Woman? Okay, then we're gonna introduce you to Aquaman. Oh, you gotta introduce us to Aquaman? So you gotta, like, I, I gotta go on to see and figure out who Aquaman is. I gotta somehow go to the I Amazon and see who Wonder Woman is. Meanwhile, I got Batman fighting Superman and Lex Luthor too. Like, that's a lot of movies. That is, I feel, that is. I feel like what they're gonna do is when they say introductory, I always think of it like a college course where they kind of just sh- not like shove everything at you but they're like okay this is what this introductory class is so this is what Wonder, Mo- Wonder Woman is 
and then we're never going to talk about it until mm. the next movie. Well, just I, to save for time, personally. That would be that would be smart. I just hope they don't try to get into an origin story with Wonder Woman. No, I don't think so. Because the movie's coming, right? And so yeah. The movie's coming, and it's, it's, it's shooting. Well, it's going to be shooting directly after mm-hmm. uh, this finishes. Yeah. The Aquaman movie, I think, it's coming as well. Yeah. So I don't know, but I, I just feel like they're doing too much too quickly. Oh, yeah. But that's just, it's just high fan demand right now. Well, DC is really trying hard to catch up to, to Marvel. So they're, they're just throwing it all and out that's, there. That's the problem that I have is that, I mean, again, not to get too off topic, but I feel like DC shouldn't be trying to play catch up. They should just, they're doing same, well in TV. Because right. Marvel, even though they're doing well with Asian Shield and Asian Carter and stuff like that, but Flash, Arrow, Gotham, like those are like triumphing through yeah. TV ratings, and I could be wrong. Maybe Marvel is doing I mean, better and, there, and but I know hopefully Supergirl will do well for them as well. we'll I mean, I'm I'm hoping for the best for right. for them, but like just in general, I feel like them trying to like overstep their like their their grounds there when it comes to movies. I feel like it's go- they're going to fail hmm. personally. Well, we'll see, a lot to get done, um, and also don't forget about uh, the. Uh, Suicide Squad, which is also that's fun. also true. I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm also really worried about Will Smith because I was watching Independence Day like all weekend, well, and I'm like, God, I miss you. So that Will Smith is a, that Will Smith is terrible. But I gotta tell you, every what? first of all, I, I trust I trust David Ayer. I trust well, yeah, I trust too. him implicitly more than I do Zach Zach Snyder. Actually, yeah. I wish he was in charge. Yeah. Uh, and I every every little clip I've seen clips I've seen photos I've seen from Suicide I'm Squad. To stay away from it. Looks, really looks incredible. Okay. Like Will Smith looks dope. Maggie okay. Margot Robbie looks dope. Joker looks dope. I saw a scene with the Joker and Margot Robbie like in the Joker whip. Like, oh god, around. that I was car like, is so weird. <laughs> I, I, I was really into it. So right. I'm very excited about it. Like, right. I, I think that, I don't know, you know, I was never really into the Suicide Squad as a storyline, yeah, but um, for those of you who don't know, Suicide Squad is basically uh, the six, you know, the most notorious villains in, mm-hmm. in, in DC Universe uh, are, are brought together by some by, by the government yep. by, by uh, I forget the name Amanda something this is black this yeah woman. yeah I know who you're black, black about. woman who they thought was going to be Oprah but looks like it's Viola Davis what now. I I wouldn't want I wouldn't want Oprah. Oprah to do it I but really it's, don't it's Viola like, Davis is awesome Viola Davis but uh, bring, brings that. them together to you know do these secret missions missions that are that are uh, it's virtually impossible for anyone to compete yeah. and for reduced sentences this sort of explains the mythology of why is a Joker always out of jail? Or why, you know, <laughs> yep. he just put that mug in jail. Now he's out. Like, what happened? Right. It sort of helps explain now how the villains get in and out. So yep. they get commuted sentences. Yep. So I don't know. We'll see. You have any not... thoughts on any of those? Um, I mean, it's, just, it's interesting hearing you guys talk about it. Like, um, I mean, I definitely agree with with you, Alexis, in terms of like yeah. um, DC just staying in their own lane and, and I, yeah. you know staying maybe more in the TV world. I feel like they are kind of doing a lot with with their 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 future pushes. So. But as it relates to uh, as it relates to my man uh, pa- Chadwick, Chadwick and, and, and Black Panther, I think it's going to be a smash. I think it's going to be yeah. great. I mean, he's he's a star. So and like, he everything he does, you know, I think mean, he's the he's the to me of of those three I spoke of. He's like the young Denzel to me, like in terms of hmm. just his like his his range, his ability to me to his believe yield, him, his yielding power as well. Yeah, like yeah. I believe him in everything he does, and yeah. he's like got he's got he's, he's got real range. Yeah, yeah. He does. So um, I like that. Like uh, like like my man um, David Oyelowo is got range and he's got accents, but he's like five foot zero. So like there's a movie, <laughs> there's a movie now where he comes up, and he's like a escape convict. And he's like being all hard. I'm yeah. like You're like nah, buddy. I'm like I don't know, <laughs> five <buddy>. foot two. <laughs> Look at that. I just, it's just it's just the behind the scenes stuff when you're talking like. 
But my approach to being a gangster was. I mean, but, I mean, but Tom, uh. Tom Cruise is a midget too. So, like, but you believe him in all the Mission Impossible stuff. I don't know about that. But Tom yeah, I get Cruise what you. But is, I know what you not, mean. He's not a midget. He's a no, midget. no, no, no. I know that he's a midget. Oh. I meant like that. He's like this hard oh, guy. No, no, like, no, no. I get Cruise that. Is the truth. Right. I just watched Mission Impossible Five again, and I was like, <laughs> this dude is the truth. Like, he's so like he's, when he runs in that full sprint. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are adorable. <laughs> I'm like, get it, Tom. <laughs> get it, Tom. <laughs> a little bit off topic, speaking of Tom Cruise, how do you guys feel about him leaving Scientology? Did you hear about that? He, want, he wants to leave Scientology to be with his daughter because the, chur- the church or the organization has told him that he cannot be with his kids. This is way off topic. but <laughs> I, I want to talk about way, it later. Way but yeah. off topic. But I saw that. I, I feel like the, the gears were in motion for this about four years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, 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 the wheels are turned on Scientology, and I think that it's Tom, Tom's career cannot survive in association nope. with, a public association with Scientology. Nope. So he's, but he also, it meant a lot to him in his career. Also, whatever Scientology has on Tom will destroy you, whatever it is. I think at this point it's sort of a mutual like look man I blew y'all up y'all blew me up let me just go keep your millions I won't say shit like let me out in five years yep I think I think now's the time I just wanted to pick your guys' brains okay we'll talk about that I'm not I'm not yeah I gotta study that one yeah yeah I'm not I'm not on that one Uh, this subject I really don't like to talk about what Magic Mike I hate Magic what are you talking about I thought thought you periscoped that (laughs) I do not did you see it no I hate like I hate it because people are always like oh Alexis you gonna go watch it I'm like no male strippers are really gross to me like well Joe saw it so let's see see your your review bro let's see your review tell me what you I I saw Magic Mike too in the theater in the theater Ew, and you paid money for that? Well, I, I can't say that because a lot of women I pay did. money for that. <laughs> Joe, Not you. I, I was surrounded. Hold on, hold on, I was, look I, me in my face and tell me you really saw it. I really <laughs> saw it. I didn't see it. You make it no, I didn't see it. I saw okay, okay, shit. okay. Tell and me, tell was, me what you it was, thought. It's a theater full of screaming women and gay dudes. I did. Of I, felt, I felt very uncomfortable. Yeah, I bet you did. I felt very uncomfortable. But uh, <laughs> Achilles uh, is like dying right now. <laughs> iTunes listening. But I have to tell you, it was a. It, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. Yeah. Sure. And, Every and, single. And here's, and here's the thing about this movie. Like, it Long is. Dong. It is. Ew. There is no plot. <laughs> there is no virtually no sex. There no, it's no just it's titties. just dancing. There's, there's not even any shirtlessness, really, in the for at really? the end. And it is, it, it's just the guy, it's, it's a guy, it's more of a guy's movie than you think, because the whole movie is guys. Achilles just like, I can't, no, listen, I can't right I'm now. just getting this review. The whole movie is guys, it's a guy's road trip out being <laughs> guys, like, trying to figure out how to have sex with women. That's the whole movie. Yeah, I and figured. Then, and then, and then, you know, there, there's, but then there's a whole, what we do like about it is there's a whole, like, there's some real diversity in there because Jada's character they go to this, they go to this whole like okay. black spot in Atlanta and it's this whole thing I don't oh, know oh, but all right. I tell you what you know I don't know the dancing's a dancing whatever stray hands Yo. in it and court, you know Donald Glover's in it and a lot of black Donald folks. Glover's in this Donald movie? Glover's For in it what is he stripping he better not he's kind of he's like singing like with his shirt open of <laughs> when it takes the shirt off they cut away get out of here and so I was telling Akili when I nudged Akili in the theater I was like Akili. <laughs> What do you think of straight hand in the G string? No, but, uh, oh, no, I, I did. I, I, I saw. I saw it with a good friend Look of mine. Look at that face. I agreed. I, I agreed to see it. Lost the bet. Agreed to see it. Damn, uh, that sucks. I, I just want to be a man and say, uh, as, as most reviewers and most male reviewers says, it was an entertaining movie. No, Chan Tatum's a star. I'm not. I'm not. I, I won't see it again. Like at the theater. You better not. <laughs> but. You know, I get it. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not gonna give you. I'm not gonna be Achilles right now and give right. you shit for it because, right. like, I haven't said a word. Hey, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, me personally, a lot of people just assume, oh, it's a bunch of guys who are getting shirtless and who are cutting blah blah blah. Yeah, you got that right you gotta, here. You got. Well, yeah, that's why I don't have <laughs> to go. Yeah, Duh. Well, you gotta go. Obviously, <laughs> but uh, like. 
Everybody tells me, besides, if you take out the stripping and the dancing and you take out the ridiculous women screaming over panties, whatever. Right. Uh, panties? Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Underwear. I don't know. <laughs> I'm Filipino. I uh, uh, grandma uses panties for everything. But, like, I mean, I would rather see panties flying. Just right. But, uh, but the fact, but everybody who's, who's gone straight, gay, by whatever, male, female, Everybody always tells me they have a good time leaving. A good time, yeah. and it, and, it, it's, and the thing about it is, it's actually not the the first movie is actually a better movie. Yeah, Steven Soderbergh directed the first one. The first one has some story and plot and some yeah. real sort of directing and some camera work and some real interesting things right. happening. This is just like we're on a road trip. We're gonna take off our clothes. We're gonna take some ecstasy. And then, what? And then this, this is the movie, and then at the end we're gonna all strip roll credits. Wow, it's, that's it's really like, it. It's like eighty minutes long. <laughs> it's like all right. But it's fun. I will say that. I just, I can't. Right. Uh, just people make fun of me all the time because they're like, oh, uh, you're a woman. You should be into that. And I'm like, I went to Thunder Down Under for a bachelorette party and I was the only woman who was like, Thunder Down Under. It was so, I was so uncomfortable. I was sitting you there know, the whole the time last, like, the last, uh, time I was in, the last time I was in Vegas and I saw Thunder Down Under, I really thought the black dude I'm about was. To leave <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I've not seen Thunder Down Under. Just for the record, I've not seen Thunder Down Under. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm retiring, I would rather, retiring I would rather, tonight. I would rather be at a burlesque show. Give me a big titted woman, and I yes. will be the happiest woman in the world. You would be both. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna skip our Comic Con preview. We'll, 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 uh, I think I'm gonna dip out there for at least a day or two. So we'll, we'll report on that one. You have to tell back. me how it goes because yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be out of town. Okay, so. I'll be out of town too. San Diego. Yeah. Walk. But we'll figure that out. Uh, I think that's it. Let's get, get, get up out of here on that. Um, okay. on, on Magic Mike. Oh, yeah, really? I knew like, you were going to do like, that. Like, Achilles said, let's end on Magic Mike. I was like, what? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can the people find you, Alexis? You can find me all over social media, Periscope, Instagram, and apparently uh, not watching Magic Mike. <laughs> except for Achilles and Joe will be taking my place. At ATORS890, please watch me and Joe on our sister network, AfterBuzz TV, for all the, if you love TV shows and you like to talk about them, you can hang out and go to AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV. Achilles Shine. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Achilles Shine, A K I L I S H I N E. And, uh, I just, I gotta, tell the, I gotta tell the fans out there, I, I won't be here next week. Oh, <laughs> come on. Done, apparently. Magic Mike. Done. No, where can they find you, man? You can find me in line for Magic Mike. Oh, God. <laughs> Magic showing. Mike 4. Magic <laughs> Mike, I'm, I'm writing the script for Magic Mike 3 right now. Now, wow. uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Periscope at Joe K. Braswell. You can also find me. <laughs> I, I, I forgot to Periscope the pool party yesterday. It's my, that's why my Periscope game is weak. I'd be in the middle of stuff. I'm like, ah, I Periscope this. You gotta anyway, do Anyway, I gotta get work on it. Uh, you can also find me here on Sister Network, After Buzz, doing Hannibal and True Detective, and um, various other places around the world. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week from Comic Con Recap. Let's kick our tech. Bye. Boom. From producers Maria Menunos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.